Active the Hive. Launching Neurohive Sequence. Welcome, welcome to the Smarter Marketing Revolution. Presented by Hidden Force Media. With your host, Alex Vonderhaar. What is going on, everybody? Hope you are having an amazing day, morning, afternoon, wherever you're at in the world. Just hoping that you're finding a little bit of happiness out there and growing your business, growing your marketing skill set, and just living your best life. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to remind you all of the fee. I don't run ads. I don't try to pitch you products that you don't need. I don't try to sell you some BS marketing course that you definitely don't need because I give it all for you here for free. So in exchange for that, I do ask one thing which is for you to share the show. And that's every show that you find value out of. I know it can seem a little daunting. Oh, look, you're asking me to share. Guys, I'm saving you hundreds of thousands of dollars in bullshit courses that you don't need to be taking. We're going over content that you're not getting anywhere else. And I know this is kind of your hidden secret because a lot of you DM me and be like, bro, this episode was great. I can't believe you guys talked about this and I started implementing it and it's working. I know. It's why we're one of the fastest growing marketing shows out there. And because of you guys, we're up to over 25,000 downloads and up, coming up on a month, which is, it's crazy to me. It's crazy that we just started this back in January and it's growing so much. And those are rookie numbers compared to what we're going to be putting up together in the next few years. But in order for us to become that greater force for good, in order to keep sharing this awesome marketing message and for us to keep doing this, I need you to share the show. Take a screenshot of it on whatever you're playing, pop it up on social, let us know what your favorite part was, tag us in it. We love to hear all of it. So I, asked, I put up a Q&A on my Instagram maybe uh, like a week, a week, a half ago. And I was asking, uh, so where do you guys find all of your ideas, right? Or, um, you know, really where do you see getting all of your great ideas from? And people were struggling with it. They came back and be like, man, I really don't know. How do you find a lot of your marketing and advertising ideas? So I put a few of them together. Um, I had a list of about 20, but I narrowed it down for you guys to about 12. So uh, feel free to take notes. This is going to be a heavy note-taking call for those of you that want to execute on this. There's going to be a lot of detail, and some of these you're not going to be able to use right away, and that's totally fine. It's not meant to be used right away. Some of these you want to sit on for a minute, let chew in the back of your head, and then one of those mornings you'll wake up and go, bam, this is exactly where I needed to use this. This is what I needed out of it. And that small time investment of listening to Alex talk was actually worth it. Go figure. So let's hop right in. Some of my, where some of my best ideas come from are my own personal experiences. Um, I truly believe that you're the best source of information to yourself. Just as much as we learn from mentors and we learn from other places and you're listening to podcasts like I do too, um, you know, once you really start to cash in on advertising and marketing ideas from your own experiences, the game really does begin to change. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Oftentimes, it's truly some of the best insight because you're your own customer. So you get to have that market base. You get to know what everybody else is thinking because you're right there thinking it too. We've launched multiple brands because there's people inside of our agency that are just, they're geeky about certain products and we knew we could market the hell out of them. And just like that, you're able to really start to elevate into new levels of understanding. You know the pain points, you know the solutions, and you know how you want to be talked to, which is the majority of advertising and marketing. It's just as much psychological as it is data-based. So that's the first one. Number two is that off of my own personal experiences, I like to organize them. So 
looking at how can I test a lot of different ads and then arrange the ads in an order of pooling power to observe the quality that the winning ads have in common. So I'll look when we run out 30 or 40 different variations on social, we'll look at what are the commonalities that come back from the winning ones and how can we leverage more of that. It's a very scientific approach into how we look at marketing. And we've actually done a few episodes on this. If you go back to some of the previous episodes, we go super, super deep into how do you start to look at marketing from a scientific way. If you go to episode, start at episode 42, where I talk about uh, 20 minutes of research to guarantee a better and healthier campaign. And then we start looking at um, episode 39, which is an episode 38, which is how we stole some of our ideas of decentralizing an ad account away from crypto and what you can actually learn from the crypto markets and how to leverage better ad buying. And then same thing with episode 20 or 38, where we talk about different testing and how you can test in different ways in order to get better results. Go check them out. If you haven't and you're a new listener, I would highly recommend going back into the mid-30s. We were dropping some fire a few months ago because we were getting fire questions. And as always, if you have questions, feel free to submit them to us at alex.vonderhaar on Instagram, and we'll go through the questions live on here. The third way that I pull influence is that we try to write from the heart. I try to think about really what is, what is, at, the, like what is at the emotional center of what I'm trying to do. Um, some of the best ad copy that people have written is like, they laughed when I sat down at the piano, right? And I actually think that was a John Caples one. So John was talking about, uh, you know, how to, how to really captivate, how to really bring people in when they use emotion inside of the headline, when they use all that to really guide where they're moving to, it helps a lot with shaping how we need to look at different advertising ideas because they're all built around a centerpiece of emotion, which is what we all connect to anyway. We don't care about the facts. We all know facts tell, but stories really sell. And stories all start with emotion. So and let's see, this would be number four. The fourth place I go from is the experiences of others. It's been said that uh, geniuses steal from other people's experiences more than they borrow from their own. So we're not always fortunate enough to have had the previous experience that other people or other products have. So in that case, we have to seek the help of others. We have to look at our friends, our family, our other business associations, and how they live their daily lives so that way we can get that information and pull that back into what we're actually using. I can't tell you how many times inside of our agency we've used a focus group of 10 or 15 people that we just happen to know personally because it's actually providing us that level of insight. Some of the other things that we look at um, are we also talk with the manufacturers and the people that make the products. We're fortunate because we work with people who don't do drop shipping, so we get to talk to the direct manufacturer, which is often the business owner. So then we get to see how are they doing that? Who should buy your product? Why should they buy it? Where do they live? What will the product do for them? What proof is there that the product works? What do they say about it? What are the testimonials that are available? Has the product won any awards? Are there sales trainings around it? Is there a money-back guarantee that just slams people out of the park? All that goes into it when you're able to talk with the manufacturer so you know some of those ins and outs may be a lot better than other people do. So if you're marketing your own product and you make the product, you should be keeping track of these questions so that way as you go to think about how do I create headlines, how do I create social media posts, how do I go to create content that people actually want to absorb and learn, you have a good foundation to build on from there. Number six is that we actually study the product. And once again, I talked about this. You have to do a ton of research. 
So what are you doing research around in order to continuously grow into the product and bring that product into market at an elevated pace? One of the most important sources of advertising and marketing ideas is the product itself. If the product is a car, you have to go out and actually drive it. If it's a candy bar, you have to taste it. If it's, your, if it's a soda, you have to drink it. If it's a book, read it. If it's a service, try it. You have to go through and physically experience these things because at the end of the day, we gravitate towards certain key elements of it, especially as marketers. If you're a marketer listening to this, this is stuff, products should be, you should have like a product swipe file that you actually have the product here with you. So you can pull back from it. When we do, especially for like physical goods or uh, consumer product goods, we'll not only buy the customer's product, but we're going to buy all the competitor's products too to pull them in, see what we like, see what we don't like, see what attracted us to the competitor's products, and then leverage that against the brand that we're working for. So that's another one. Number seven is that we actually go through and we review other ads for the product, whether that individual did it or there's a competitive product that has advertising out there, whether it's on Facebook or Google or YouTube or they do billboards or print or radio, we go out and we actually study the competitors' advertising and marketing around that product. We've talked about the power of the three-star review multiple times on here. And if you want to go back, Sean Kemp does an amazing job of that in previous episode, da, 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 episode number four is where he does that. And guys, that's a great episode, Copy Psychology and Sales with Sean Kemp. Go back and listen to it. We talk about how to do extensive research around marketing products and how to, we specifically were in the lens of copywriting for that, but it's the same idea, right? How do you tell that story? How do you get into the psychology and the sales mindset around products? Go through, study the competitors, study their ads, and see what you can win back from your competition. Next one through, I think we're at number eight now, is that we study testimonials from customers. This is big because they're writing in their own language. And oftentimes as marketers and advertisers and business owners, we get so close to the puzzle that we can never really see on the other side of it. We have a hard time seeing, unless we're on the front lines daily, what our customers are seeing and saying about our products. So it becomes really difficult for us to advertise and market to them because we get caught up in marketer speak. We get caught up in manufacturing speak. So we lose that edge. It's just that that real soft, fine detail of the words that we use and how we use them really can leave a big difference. Number nine uh, out of the crazy ideas that we have is that we actually solve the prospect's problem. I know that sounds super, super crazy, uh, but, I mean, look at what Clorox did, right? Clorox shifted to the four-second sink stain remover. It straight-up solved the problem in the advertising ideas and methods, uh, when we look at like skin things, right, or uh, skin moisturizers, the ones that do the best will say, I was ashamed to wear a sleeveless dress or I was ashamed to show my elbows because they were so dry or uh, like novelty, like defend yourself with a uh, defend yourself with a police baton, right? Like there's certain things about using the product and getting inside of that information where you can actually solve their problem successfully. The last one, and we do this all the time within our agency, and it's actually part of our standardized processes, is that we never decide on the on copy to go live the same day. Same with our ads. If we're designing an ad or designing a campaign, it's never to go live the same day because I want time to think on it. Our brains are massive processing machines, and oftentimes if you put a puzzle or a challenge inside of your brain, 
while you sleep, while you exercise, while you meditate, while you're with your significant other, you, you actually process a lot of that information subconsciously so you can come at it the next day with a new perspective, a new twist, a new angle. And that has actually allowed us to create higher quality campaigns, not just for ourselves, but for all of our clients too. I hope that helps. I hope this gives you a lot of insight as to how we actually look at developing campaigns, how we bring different insights and different strategies into the final product for our customers so you guys can go out and have a better experience too. And if you're looking to hire a marketing agency, ask them these questions. Ask them the process as to how they actually get through that creative process for your brand because it's going to tell you everything you need to know about them. You're going to know where their weaknesses are, where their strengths are, and how you're going to thrive with them, which is the key, right? You want that high, high return. So guys, as always, go share the show if you found some value in it. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. We'll catch you in the next episode.